They stay vigilant so we can sleep peacefully. They stand guard so we can be at rest. They put their lives on the line so we can live ours without fear. But who looks after the hero's heart? Welcome to Hero's Heart with Chaplain Dan Middlebrooks, President and CEO of Chaplaincy Care Incorporated, which according to Psalm 28.7, focuses on protecting the hearts of our heroes, our first responders. Learn more at chaplaincycare.org. Now your host, Chaplain Dan Middlebrooks. Hey, let me ask you something as we begin our session today. When was the last time you had a fireside chat? <laughs> I, I tell you what, growing up as a kid, that was one of the things that always drew me as a family when we would either go camping out or even really right here at the house, we would kind of set up a, a fire or something like that. We'd just sit around that. And it's amazing what a fire does. It, it just kind of kind of draws you in and it allows you to be able to kind of I think talk and to share and and sometimes just to tell the stories that you need to tell as a part of your life uh, was reminded back I think it was back in uh, right around the 1930s um, Franklin uh, Roosevelt FDR tremendous tremendous president had start a series called Fireside Chats and and that's where he basically would just he would just kind of talk to the talk to the nation he would talk to those that. Um, that really just wanted to be able to listen about the uncertainty of times. Uh, he um, he was able to connect with people across uh, so many thousands of miles just because of his demeanor uh, in his communication, his uh, self-assurance of times of despair and uncertainty. Uh, he was actually regarded as an effective uh, communicator uh, in the new avenue called radio. And he was always held in high public regard uh, because of that. And the more I keep thinking about what I look in, in my own life as the fireside chats, it's just the thing of allowing us to realize that when we kind of come together, uh, there becomes a um, an awareness of, of not only what's going on around you, but most importantly, what's going on inside of you. And that's where I believe when we sit next to a fire, there's something very uh, cathartic about it as far as the um, the sharing, the talking, uh, and sometimes even the reflecting. Uh, because even in my own life, there's been, there's been a, lot of, um, a lot of problems that have been solved because we've been just kind of sitting around the fire. Um, you, you have to know who you are to grow to your potential. That's, that's where it begins. But you have to grow in order to know who you are. And those are those moments where we need to be able to step forward and realize that when we share, when we give, and when we just something sometimes kind of leave stuff behind, uh, that allows us to be able to move forward without all of the excess weight that comes. I, I think that's actually why um, the fire, in, in a sense, is uh, it, it kind of helps us because we throw wood into the fire. You'll, you'll see people that will uh, kind of play around with the fire, kind of throw stuff uh, into the fire to burn. It's, it's almost a visual way by which we let go of stuff. And, and sometimes that letting go allows us to be able to start moving forward in who we need to be, the situations that we find ourselves in in life. Uh, sometimes uh, that can be very dark, sometimes can be very traumatic, sometimes can just be uh, incredibly uh, aggravating. We need to be able to kind of let some of that go. And and the fire is a place by which we do that. 
And we sit and we throw twigs in. But what I found out is when we throw twigs in is we usually associate the qu- the twig to something that's on our mind. We just we just want to get rid of it. We just want to push it out so that we can not only get it on the outside of us, but we can finally leave it behind. Um John Maxwell kind of talks about the fact that when we're around people like that, and that's, this is where I want to go into the, the fireside chat part, because when we're surrounded by people, uh, he says that there are usually about three, three types of people. Um, one, that there's people who, who don't know uh, what they would like to do in life. They're, they're just there. You know, they're, they're just kind of floating along kind of aimlessly. They're, they're happy wherever the tide takes them, wherever they want to float out and things of that nature. And then there's a second group of people of those that know what they would like to do, but they just don't do it. They they don't do it either because of their fear or they just uh, don't really want to have the the responsibility or even you know taking the first step toward momentum, uh, kind of coming forward of that. And then there's a third type of people. Uh, those are the ones that know what they would like to do, and they do it. You know, those are the ones that we absolutely love sitting next to in the fire because they begin to kind of share stories. They begin to kind of uh, encourage us by giving us uh, what I call looking behind the curtain type of perspectives. Uh, and sometimes they, they're the ones that really are asking us the question. So what is it that you would like to do? What, what are you doing right now? Do you like doing what you're doing right now? If you could do anything in the world... What would that be? See, those type of fireside chats uh, are not just the chats that let us let go of stuff. These type of chats are encouraging to us because it helps us to finally take hold of something. Um, I love what Samuel Johnson says. He says, almost every man wastes a part of his life in attempts to display qualities which he does not possess. Now, what do I mean by that? is that oftentimes when we're around the fellowship of the flame of other people, we can either live as the original that God has called us to be, or we can try to become a carbon copy of someone that we see. Now, there are things that we look in people's lives and we say, hey, I like that and I like how they do this and I want to learn how to be able to do that. So that's a gleaning part. That That is a growth part. But we are never called to be somebody that we are not. It takes really the rest of our life to pull out of us what God has put in us. Uh, And and God's basically told us that he will help us to become who he has desired for us to be. He's not going to help us to become somebody else. And that is going to be that part that, uh, that literally comes alive in you. That's why I love people that inspire me, because they begin to open my eyes to the potential of not only what I can do, but who I can be. Uh, Carl Jung says the vision, uh, your vision, making it personal, your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. That's that's why we desire for all of us to protect our heart. But he continues on to say, he who looks on the outside uh, just simply dreams. Whoever looks on the inside, now that person awakens. The fireside chats that we may have in life. I believe that there are threefold. There, there's the first one that I talked about. It's the, the conversations of letting things go. We begin to share stories and situations in our life. And sometimes at that point, we're just simply asking people, what are their thoughts? Or we may we may go into the um, 
the analogies of, you know, I remember when type of deals uh, to where we may express what we're going through either at work or a family situation. There have been times sitting next to my soldiers when we've been uh, out in the um, the field and, and where we would have a fire and stuff like that. And you know, it's amazing how these guys just begin to talk and and some of them, depending on the group and the size of the group, there's usually like three or four of us. And that's that's sort of the closer friends that they have. And as the chaplain, I, w- I was able to go in any of the groups because I was the safe guy. You know, I just, you know, I, I didn't have an axe to grind. I didn't have a promotion to make. I didn't, you know, I wasn't really in their food chain. I was, I was there to help them. And they knew that. But they would begin to talk. And they would begin to talk about, you know, sometimes the, uh, the situations that they had in life, marriage issues, um, upcoming deployments, you know, the what ifs. These are things that they begin to carry in. And they know is something that I have told them before is that a, a, a sorrow or a concern that is shared is half a sorrow and, and, and half a concern. But a joy shared is a double joy. And so we began to talk, letting things go, almost symbolically of throwing things into the fire is a way by which we finally are able to release some of the things that seem to be holding us back or weighing us down. Now, I do this a lot also, even when we have our, um, what we call our watch night parties. You know, the ones I'm talking about on December 31st, everyone's coming together and we're going to ring in the new year and we have all these different things. We have food, because that's always really the best part. We have games, doing stuff. But then there's always that bonfire. Always start the bonfire right around uh, you know, about 11, 11 30 or so. And we start getting that bonfire going. And, and I usually ask people at that time, hey, what is it that you have experienced in this year that you would like to leave behind and not tarry with you in the first year. And so I, I have them write it down. Now, to me, there's something uh, very symbolic of us writing into words what we have in the confines of our heart. And writing the words down, being able to share those, being able to put those down, being able to put pen to paper and say, okay, this is this has been my struggle. This has been my challenge. This has been my aggravation. This has been my fear. This has been my failure. And they don't want to carry that into the new year. That's, that's why that's such an important time. And I have them write it down and, and write as we go into the new year. I'm having them throw that into the fire and leave it behind. See, some people put it on a balloon and it will float away. No, I, I like the fire. I like the fire because it consumes it right then and there. There is a releasing factor that says, okay, I'm leaving this mine. I can't go back and put the ashes together. I need to be able to let the ashes go so that I can start afresh and anew. Now, that's, that's one part of the, the fireside chats. It's, it's the letting go capability that we then learn from others who have also learned how to let it go. But then I said earlier that there's another type of conversation, and that's the inspiration conversation. Those are the ones that um, that really kind of kind of get you going, that kind of light your fire, that are able to help you to see what is actually on the horizon in front of you. Sometimes we can get stuck so much on just, just the one tree, and they're trying to tell you, hey, 
there's an incredible force that's right out in front of you. Uh, and, and really, the fact that most of the accomplishments, uh, even that I've achieved in my life, I, I began to attempt before I was ready. Now, I've shared before about the concept of building an airplane in flight. That's that's always been yeah, kind of my mentality, uh, is just kind of, let's, let's go for it. A person that inspires you is someone that is helping you to know that it's okay to start going and start processing and start producing. Don't wait till everything is perfect. You can do it. it it's not that, that you're not thinking about the plan. It's not about putting the things together, the resources that are going to be necessary. It is the very fact that when you want to dream, you need to dream big. And the dream that you bring is going to be the one that's going to come to bear if you're willing to put everything to it. Uh, several years ago, I, I came across a, um, a piece called Dream Big, and it's full of encouraging words, but also captures, I believe, what it takes to follow your dreams. And this is a part of that, that fireside chat. So if, if you will, let me, let me read this to you as, as a part of our fireside chat. If there were ever a time to dare to make a difference, to embark on something worth doing, it's now. Not for any grand cause, necessarily, but for something that tugs at your heart, something that's your aspiration, something that's your dream. You owe it to yourself to make your days here count. Have fun. Dig deep. Stretch. Dream big. Know that that through the things worth doing, seldom those things will come easy. There are going to be good days, and there will be some bad days. There will be times when you want to turn around, pack it up, and just call it quits. Those times tell you that you are pushing yourself, and that you are not afraid to learn by trying. My friends, when you begin to start moving forward and realizing that life is full of opportunities to excel, of, of uh, situations to put yourself in where you're going to be stretched. That's when you know that you're beginning to start pushing yourself to the limits of your capabilities because that's where the fruit will always lie on the tree, on the furthest limb, not close to the trunk. And so those that surround you next to a fireplace, maybe they're the ones that's telling you, to reach. Now, there are two great days in a person's life. It's, it's the day that you were born, because everyone's thrilled about it. And then the day you discover why. <laughs> and that is living your life on purpose and with intention. Because we've talked about it before. This is the part of the fire that keeps you going. And a fire that keeps you warm when the days grow cold. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Hero's Heart. And remember, as you protect your heart, you will be able to protect the heart of those entrusted to you, especially as a first responder, because you have a community that's always counting on you. God bless you as you go into this day. 
You've been listening to Hero's Heart with Chaplain Dan Middlebrooks, President and CEO of Chaplaincy Care Incorporated. Learn what you can do to protect the hearts of our heroes, our first responders, at chaplaincycare.org.